everybody and welcome back to a delayed episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast. I'm Connor. I'm Harry. Hello. And we've been away for a little bit, but it's fine. It's fine. It's look, all fine. Look, guys, life gets in the way. And we, we told life, you that. Life uh, 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 <laughs> finds a way. <laughs> life finds a way. Um, but yeah, we're, we're not going to... Yeah, we're not going to dilly-dally around making up excuses. We're just <laughs> no, we literally... Literally, the reason is life <laughs> yeah we, we got a bit busy and just time just didn't didn't show itself to us so but what, we're here now though and what matters is we came back we didn't we didn't leave for a pack of cigarettes and then not come back for 10 years we came back and technically we came back uh well this episode is being released on the monday but we we, we haven't yet recorded our black widow review no but <laughs> you would have heard it if you listened to it and i, I really hope it's good <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell how have you been though is... you're good i'm alive yeah That's as good as it can be <laughs> i feel that i feel that strong righty ho um we're gonna talk through some of the news that we've missed for the last couple of weeks um yep. And then we're going to talk Loki. Oh yeah, Loki season one. Full spoilers. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, go through that. We haven't, we tried not to spoil it when we talked about it before, and then we obviously didn't talk about every episode anyway. Um, but yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Oh yeah. So I don't think there's anything else to say except for I didn't realize that Black Panther: Wakanda Forever had started shooting. Did you not? <laughs> no, I didn't. I must have missed that. I mean, I heard, I heard somewhere. Um, I think it's. Is it Angela Bassett who plays uh, yeah. the Queen Mother? Um, yeah. She was saying the script's gone through like five different rewrites. And it's currently on a sixth as they've started filming. And I was like, oh, damn. Fair enough. I mean, it's it's obviously a tough situation they've had to write around. But yeah, exactly. I have, I have faith in Ryan Coogler. Oh, yeah, no, for 100%. Um, full cast in um, turn, well... Yeah. Apart from wow. Michael B. Jordan and Of course. Um well, I mean, you never I know, know. Michael B Michael B. Jordan might show up. It wouldn't surprise me. No, nah, me neither. Uh, um who do you think will take the who do you think will become like like the new Panther? I've heard a um I think it was on the on the podcast we listened to. Mm. I think they said something about they might do something like a team of Black Panthers. <laughs> I well, not like that. a team, but multiple multiple people take the mantle. Yeah. Um, but I I couldn't predict it. I'd say if one person is going to take it, it's between Shuri and Mbaku. That's what I was going to say. What about uh, Martin Freeman? <laughs> um, I mean, if anyone deserves it, it's not him. It's not, it's, it's, it's not the white man. Oh, okay. Um, no, I, I'd agree with you. I'd say it's between Shuri and Mbaku. Um, yeah. Um, it just depends. On Shuri, just because I was not say Shuri, just because of the comics and Mbaku because Winston Duke's charisma. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You'd you'd have to. Yeah, it depends on what route they'd want to take the character. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll give it to Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> I mean, they could do. She's a good actress to keep around for the for the foreseeable future. Yeah, exactly. They kept her in Star Wars, even though she only ended up like having like one line in the second one. Like... Yeah, she's in all three of those, isn't she? Yeah. Fucking Maz Kanata. Yeah. 
I remember. They, I don't even. I don't, I don't even think they've done like a backstory comic for her yet, which is surprising. <laughs> no, but I remember. I remember when. Um, oh, I just had a little. I had a little sound thing as we were recording this. It looked like a tie fire. Anyway, um, I remember when they announced Masquerade, and they were like, "Oh, she's going to have quite a pivotal role in the next two films as well. Like, she's going to be quite a, a big role." And it was like, in episode eight, she's just a hologram, and in episode nine, she's just there when Leia dies. Spoiler, yeah. spoiler alert but I mean if you didn't really already clock that I mean I don't know where you've been yeah yeah I don't, I don't know bit of a useless character really could have been something more oh yeah for sure I'm very excited for when we eventually talk about those films oh yeah that will happen at some point won't it yeah oh yeah boy but, but um, also you know this this was I think announced I don't think we addressed this, but this was announced like right after we talked about it on the like not right after, but very shortly after that. Um, Ron Perlman had joined the cast of Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Ah, uh, yes, I saw that. To play Optimus Primal, so the leader of the whatever he's the leader of, and I don't ha- remember their name. Hasn't he played that before in like the animated? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, don't know where I read that then. I don't. But I don't know. Um, television. I mean, he might have, but doesn't no, doesn't like he's. Oh wait, yeah, in two thousand eighteen, in Transformers: Power of the Primes, which is what is that? Oh, is that the um? Oh, that's the online series though that was produced by Machinima. Oh okay. You can find that on Rooster Teeth's website. Oh nice. Oh nice. I actually still need to watch that. But yeah, okay, he played him in that. <laughs> Um, which cool, yeah. I mean, he's got a good voice. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a great voice. Uh, I'm still excited for that film. Did you uh, did you watch the first Old Guard movie on Netflix? Yes, I did the Charlie's Fraud one. Yeah, Charlie Theron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't like. I liked it. I didn't think it was anything. I thought it was pretty outstanding. Good. I it was but pretty it was good. good. Yeah, it's it's a it's a serviceable film. Yeah, 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 yeah. I en- yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, the the obviously the second one's been announced to shoot next year. Okay, sweet. Because the first one was based on the first half of the graphic novel, and the second one will be based on the second half of the graphic novel. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Which I think the second half came out after the film. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I, so. I want to try and read those, but at some point, I did actually quite like that first film. Yeah, I did enjoy. I enjoyed the concept of the film more than yep. I think the film itself. Did you see the trailer? The because when I'm looking on Empire's website, did you see the trailer uh, for that? The trailer for that film, Beckett, with John David Washington. Yeah, what? Where, where he's he's in the car crash and then he ends up being on the run. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it looked alright. Yeah, it does look alright. I I think I watched. I think I watched the trailer like you know when like as a video without sound. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it looks 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 good. Yeah, no, I do think it looks good. Um. Oh, it's a Netflix Netflix movie as well, so that'll be easy to get to. <laughs> yeah. Um. I like John David Washington as well. Yeah, he's good. He's a very good actor. I am the protagonist. Um, you got anything to touch on quickly while I'm scrolling? I do. I have a I couple just, of deaths. I just. <laughs> well, I just read that um, the One Division director Matt Shackman, he's going to oh, be yeah, yeah. helming the new Star Trek movie. 
Um, yeah. As reported by Deadline. Um, Matt Shackman is mainly known for comedy. He's going to be directing the Untouched Star Trek movie for Paramount and J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot. Um, production's going to be next spring. Um, oh, not just comedy. There's yeah, there's okay. there's rumours that like the, the Kelvin crew, so like Pine, Quinto, Zoe Saldana, uh, will return, but there's not anything confirmed yet. Um, they're just very much rumours. Which I, I mean, personally, I'd quite like to see them return. I like them as a crew. I like them in the free films, and um, I think if there was a fourth one, I think it'd be quite enjoyable. Um, but yeah, and obviously, Shackman obviously directed uh, One Division, um, which he just got nominated for an Emmy for. Well, the show got like twenty-three Emmy nominations, I think. But yeah. Um, but apparently he chose to work on this over several other movie and TV projects. Um, uh, so yeah, I really hope this is one that actually gets off the ground because obviously, not had a not had a Star, especially with this crew because we've not had a Star Trek film with this crew since 2013. So um, with Star Trek Beyond, and I really enjoyed Star Trek. That was that was that um, was 2016. Oh, sorry, 2016. I mean, to be fair, I like all three of them. Um, and I really like the kind of banter and relationship they have together. So yeah, yeah, I really hope yeah. this actually lifts off the ground and they all return. And I mean, to be fair, if it's a new crew as well, it'll still be cool to see a new kind of Star Trek film on the big screen. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, this it depends on if the crew, uh, if that um, cast are all obviously interested in coming back, isn't it? Because they've been they've been like trying to make this film for a while haven't they and like the cast have always been kind of like meh on the scripts yeah I think I think the reason they'd return is if the rest of life all of them do it because I know they have quite a close knit relationship like the reports were always that they were very like a, a very family orientated unit but again like you said it was it was always a case of the scripts or, or pay that made them not come back yeah because I meant to do um the original fourth one was meant to have Chris Hemsworth come back as well. Mm. Um, as Pine's, Pine's daddy. Yeah. Which would have been fun to see. But obviously, they were like, no, we're not doing that. Sadness. Yeah. I don't know, I'm not, I've, I was never blown away by those Star Trek movies. I enjoyed the first one, I think. See, I'm one of those people that, that loves the second one. I love the second one. Even though I know that I'm apparently... Not in the minority. Meant to, yeah, <laughs> not meant to like it, which I think is just. This is something. This is something I'm going to say, right? And I mean, I'll touch upon this with Loki as well. It's just, it's just the culture now of being a fan of something. Not, or not all the time, but it can be so toxic. Like you might, you might just say that you like something. Like I like Star Trek Beyond, or I like where Loki finished. All this kind of stuff, um, and you'll just be like berated for it and it's like you're you'll be told your opinion is wrong and it's like can't why can't we just like what we like you know yeah yeah i know oh, it just it just fucking annoys me man I, I feel like at least at least us on the on that kind of scale we don't always get that much kind of because we don't have like a big you know big audience of people that are following us and you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. so like we could tweet something and no one like would say a thing <laughs> no yeah for sure i mean like i said i'll talk about it probably with, with loki but like i saw um people aren't happy about a particular aspect 
of of Loki that was never something that was ever hinted at, and now they're like boycotting the show and boycotting the cast and the crew, and it's like, like, God, grow up. It's it's just it's just a loud minority the minority of people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, nobody really listens to them because. You know they're still going to make a Loki season two, and people are still going to watch it and love it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not really spoilers. We've talked about the fact there's going to be a second season of Loki ages ago. Loads of people are just finding out now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It was always rumored from the get go. I think it was confirmed to get a season two. Yeah, I think it was as well. Like, it's all online and everything. Like, if uh, I mean, I know it's not always the best thing to cite but on like the with the um mcu wikipedia and that season two yep. is already confirmed on there and it's like yeah we all kind of knew it was getting a second season well there was the rumors as well that it might have been filmed back to back and they just didn't um announce that because there's some shots in some of the trailers that didn't that aren't in the show yeah yeah, yeah i know what you mean uh, but again obviously we'll talk about that we'll talk about, we'll talk about that, that a bit a bit later let's um let's let's talk about um the, the, did you see? Uh, I didn't actually see it. I saw people posting it on Twitter about you know Hugh Jackman's little tease on about the MCU stuff. Yeah, didn't he put a picture of him and Kevin Feige up, and then he also re- well he retweeted. The, yeah, in the, I think I think it was on his Instagram story. He put it was on the same post. He put uh, a picture of him with Kevin Feige from like a fair few years ago, and a Boss Logic Wolverine picture. Yeah, poster. I saw the Boss Logic one. Yeah, it's probably an old thing anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, um, look, Logan. Logan was such a perfect send off for that character, right? Or for that that version of the character in that universe. If they bring yeah. him back, whether it's exactly the same or whether it's a um, a new a version cami- of this character, just play- a cameo in one of these in one of these uh, multiverse things. Yeah, um, and even like I said, even if they brought him back full time, but they just made a new version of him, right? A new ulti- yeah. like a variant of him, and that's how he plays it. You know, they're, I love him in the also, role. So they're also obviously. Um, it looks like they're gearing up to really gearing. I know they said it would be shot after twenty twenty one, but they're gearing up to kind of. Sh- looks like they're gearing up to kind of shoot Deadpool three soon. Yeah, especially with the the. Did you see the? the um, yeah, I, I saw the uh, the <laughs> the um, Deadpool and Korg react to the Free Guy trailer. <laughs> technically, technically, he's. Um, Technically, Deadpool's first official MCU appearance. MCU appearance, yeah. I liked that though. It was um, just a little fun thing to watch. But maybe, like, there's a, maybe it's just it could have been he'd had a meeting with Marvel. And maybe he's going to be in Deadpool three. Who knows? Something like that. Like, if you want to get into the realm of speculation and I think I think uh, theorizing. I think like I, could this could it finally be the film that like Ryan Reynolds has wanted to do? Yeah, I think out of anything. I could see him coming back as Wolverine full time. Don't get me wrong, but I think the first film he'd come back for, if any, would probably be Deadpool three, purely because of his friendship with Ryan Reynolds as well. And it was something that Ryan Reynolds had planned to do before he announced he was yeah stopping. And Deadpool three can kind of do whatever it wants. Yeah, exactly because of how meta it is. Yeah. Um... But if they do do the when they do the X Men mutants stuff, I kind of don't want Wolverine to just be there straight away. No, I want it to establish him let's, a little later on, maybe. Yeah, let's start with like a different character for once. Let's give Cyclops some play because he's meant to be like really actually quite good in the comics. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see Cyclops have a bit more. 
I'd like to watch. I'd like to watch Cyclops and actually like him. Yeah. <laughs> Not find him just a fucking annoying, snobby prick. Well, hopefully we'll get Gambit. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what everyone wants, though, right? Everyone wants Gambit. Yeah, Channing Tatum as Gambit. <laughs> that will never be released. Never be filmed. <laughs> never Sad be times. written. <laughs> never be written. Sad times. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love, um, Gamb- I'd love Gambit. Apparently, uh, Tom Hardy's got a story credit on Venom too. Yeah, I saw that. Apparently, he like loves. I knew he enjoyed being Venom, but apparently, like, he's fully loves Venom as a character and, and Eddie Brock. Like, even one of the producers said it's like he's married to the character. He won't see anyone. Else, he won't see anyone else play him now. He wants to be be Eddie Brock. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> Calm down, Tom Hardy. I remember there was a time everyone wanted Tom Hardy to play Wolverine. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, fucking hell, yeah. But he's probably getting a bit a bit older for it now. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't still do it, but he's also Venom now. And... No, he can't. Did you see he that, um, that, those Rotten Tomatoes videos that Kevin Feige did? Like, they're on YouTube, like his little interviews with them. No. Basically, he talks through, like, not all of it, but, like, most of Phase 4. Oh, okay. And like what we've oh, okay. talks about what we've seen so far, and he talks about how he kind of brief. I think there's a brief touch upon like the not directly. He's not directly addressing the Sony stuff, but like he kind of is saying like, oh, you know, nothing's impossible, you know, in their few, in like in terms of them. I think in terms of them being part of the universe. Yeah, I think you know, since establishing this new deal as well, I think they're definitely in a much better place. And they also said about how um, obviously the Spider-Man films are coming to Disney Plus in like 2022 or 2023. Well, no, well, not just that. It's Sony's library is coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, so if the, you know that kind of says it, all, it kind of shows that it's it's that's basically Disney Plus establishing itself as an actual competitor to Netflix. Like it won't just be the Disney home now. It will be we're going to have other films on here. We're going to basically try and wipe Netflix off the map. <laughs> yeah, and it also shows that kind of the characters of like Spidey are, they, are here to stay with the MCU. You know, they've got they've oh, yeah. got a great deal going on and why would Sony want to want to ruin that? You know, they've got they let they let Marvel have creative control and they get the money. Like it literally couldn't be better for them. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right there. And I mean, hopefully hopefully we can now get you know, we'll start to get a Spider-Man trailer and the Doctor Strange trailer now that Loki's been released as well. Fingers I crossed. don't. Yeah, I don't see Doctor Strange trailer just yet. I see Spider-Man coming quite. I can see now again. Obviously, sorry. I know we're going to speak about this in, in Loki, but I, I can see now why we hadn't got the Spider-Man trailer just yet. Maybe. Yeah, I can understand that from from a Kevin Feige point of view. Like yeah, Mar- Mar- not Sony necessarily I mean, from like a Marvel story point of view. Yeah, because Mar- Marvel are they they know how to market their films. Yeah, and I know, Sony don't. <laughs> yeah, and I know Sony obviously have control over the release of the trailer, but Marvel will turn up around and go, look, this is what we're doing. This is going to be released here. You might, you sh- if we just wait, it will make yeah. sense. And it, otherwise, it, if we had got the trailer a couple of weeks ago, it might have spoiled Loki. Do you know what I mean? Depending yeah. on what we're going to see. It's like it's because I remember this when I noticed it before when the Far From Home trailer was coming out. Is that Marvel aren't allowed to post the Spider-Man trailers at least immediately? They're not allowed to. Oh, okay. Like they, I don't think they ever put it on their YouTube channel, like the Marvel Entertainment channel. I don't think it ever goes on there. 
Oh, right, okay. And it's always just... I th it might, though. I think it, but it was mainly goes on the Sony stuff. And then I remember the one of the Marvel Studios' like Twitter pages or something like that didn't post it until like a week after the trailer had come out. Well, yeah, because it was also the fact of, you know... When with the very it's, first, the very first yeah. um, Far From Home trailer, it was Sony's decision to release it that soon, which is why Kevin Feige had to kind of like pull some strings to get Tom Holland to do the 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 PSA at the start of it to say if you haven't seen Endgame, yeah. you need to well it like it was also the one, cinema or turn it off now. Well, it was also one of those things um, where with the Spider Man trailer, like. <clears throat> they had to start marketing that film like they had yeah, to yeah for sure for sure yeah because <laughs> it was either if they hadn't it would have it would have hurt it a little bit it would have either been market then or push it back yeah and obviously when they well then again they they didn't it wasn't they didn't they did they released a trailer that was quite ambiguous with the first one they released anyway didn't they yeah but there was a trailer that was released around the time of Endgame as well. The first trailer was like, oh, he's going on vacation. Yeah, and then it was that was like the teaser, then the... and then the first official trailer was with Iron Man at the start. Yeah, then the, when they had the official trailer, that was the one that had the um, Tom Holland thing being like, yeah, you maybe shouldn't watch this. And didn't in some cinemas they showed it after Endgame? Yeah, they showed. The, although some cinemas showed it before Endgame. I know, actually, yeah, I know. Some that was that was a mistake though. That was like, oh, whoops, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> brilliant funny poor bastards it's just yeah that was just a weird it was a weird situation scheduling had kind of messed that situation up a little bit but also the deals changed since then as well you know they've re-established a new yeah. deal so maybe they will be able to like post straight away and so well, yeah maybe 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 yeah, that like part of this new deal is marvel being like we want to we want the marketing to go a certain way I could see that though, because again, like like I said, like Sony get the money, so yeah, they can't really have anything to complain about. They get the money and they get the chance for their characters to be in these big films, you know. With the fact that we're getting Doctor Strange in this one, you know, we had Iron Man in the first one and Nick Fury in the last one. Um, yeah, but I mean, Spider Man can hold a film on his own. Oh no, without a doubt, <laughs> Spider Man should be able to should have a film on his own. But it's all, I'm saying it's also nice to see him interact with these other characters. Yeah. Um, but talking about trailers and stuff, like some trailers are typically shown off at like Comic Con and that, which is coming up soon. Comic Con at home. Yes, it is actually. Yeah. Um, I I know obviously Marvel don't do that and DC won't because DC have fandom now. Yeah, that's coming back in I want to say October. I think they said. Um, and Marvel usually just do their own thing. <laughs> just. Yeah, they just show up one day and announce everything like they did with that phase three reveal. Do you remember that? I remember being on a coach on the way back from Cardiff when that happened. I was just sitting at home and then suddenly everything was being posted online and I was just like, oh wow, they're announcing everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking insane. I remember losing my mind when they announced Civil War. <laughs> yeah, they brought Chadwick Boseman out. Yeah. Oh, what a great day that was. What a good day. Well, I know, um, I know um, Doctor Who's doing a Comic-Con panel. That's what I was going to say. I know Doctor Who are doing one. Uh, I know um, they're going to they're doing something for the new Dragon Ball movie. Nice, nice. Um, so maybe we'll have stuff to talk about in that regard. Yeah, we could do a, a Dragon Ball Doctor Who episode when that comes out. <laughs> I heard the Doctor because Doctor Who said they're going to show some exclusive footage 
and yeah, so there'll be a trailer. Yeah, and there's going to be a special surprise guest. Um, and obviously the heavy the heavy rumours at the moment is that is that Jody's leaving next year mm-hmm. with some specials. Um, which I could see happening, but I also think it's quite a bold move, considering it will be a year before the 60th anniversary. That's I know, but they can always just they can always bring her back for that. No, I know, but it's a big it's a big it's a big deal to have her leave, have a new do- doctor start in the 60th year, and then bring her back straight away. Well, I mean, if the story's right, it works. Yeah, like... I mean, maybe we'll get some confirmation at Comic Con, but yeah, we're de- I'm definitely expecting a a series 13 trailer. Um, I'll be very very surprised if it's not. But to be fair, last time they said they were going to show some exclusive content was for the Christmas special, and they just debuted a photo. <laughs> Of um, Bradley Walsh, Chosen Cole, and Mandy Gill sitting around a table. So, I'm not getting my hopes up to just hide, just yet. I'm, I'm sure we'll get something. When is the next series meant to be coming? Uh, end of this year. Oh, okay. I think they've recently either they've recently finished filming or they're coming to the end of filming. Um, the last the last series was last year, right? Yeah, start of last year. Yeah, because we were still living together at the time. Doctor Who feels so much further away every time, doesn't it? Now, if it, you can, I can really feel the kind of gaps in between it. But it's like I talk to a friend, and that's why I listen to these these big Finnish audio dramas, right? I'm listening to they've got a series out at the moment called Dalek Universe. There's three box sets, and it's it's spread throughout a year. Like so, every box set is like three episodes, and it's the tenth Doctor, and it's a full series arc. You know, he's trapped in this other universe without a TARDIS, and he's got to try and find his way home. Um, and it's just, it's just like stuff like that has been keeping me more connected to my love for Doctor Who than, than the show. Okay, yes, I get the show. I guess the show, you know, is filming and they are, you know, it's in the middle of a pandemic and things are really difficult. But, you know, with Ross G. Davis and, and, and Stephen Moffat's era, even when they were filming, there'd be little hints and little kind of skits and, and uh, just little news tidbits and behind the scenes info every now and again and you'd feel really connected to the show even through filming or even when it was off air and now it's like you get a series and you've got to wait two years for the next one mm. so yeah yeah it's just show. I mean I think I think it kind of it might I don't know I would say I think it works for the show because it you know you don't want to oversaturate it and have it yeah oh no there yeah all the time I think and I think the show was getting to that point where it was just getting a bit there's too much of this at the moment. Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, the, the breaks in the show are needed. Like the two breaks they took in between uh, series nine and ten and series eleven and twelve for a year was was needed. Yeah. But it's it's also a case of then it feels like on their end it's like complete radio. You get nothing, not even news announcements or you know press releases yeah. to kind of keep you kind of excited and talk about the show. It kind of goes. But yeah, I've I don't know I've not been that obviously as you know I've not been that big on Doctor Who for a while now. Yeah, like, I still watch yeah. it, but it's just I don't know. No, there's not been anything in there that's really just gripped me. The only last like there was that episode in the last series with the Jadoon and the other Doctor. Yeah, I think. And that was like that was like oh this feels like you know early it feels like like revival era Doctor Who again. Yeah, I'm really hoping that series thirteen carries on kind of how series 12 was because 
I mean, you know, like, I'm, people that know me know I'm like the biggest Doctor Who fan, and series 11 have really disappointed me, and not to, not because, you know, we have a female Doctor now, no, she's great, I genuinely think Jodie's great in the role, and I really enjoy her her version of the Doctor, the stories in that series were really bad, apart from the Rosa episode, um, and, and the... I can't remember, there was an episode uh, where you meet Yaz's family. The two kind of historical episodes were, were good fun and really not, not cool to, good to watch. But the actual stories weren't that good. So I went into series 12, kind of at a make or break point. Because I didn't want to lose my life at the show, but I was. And then series 12 did kind of turn it around for me with like the Master and the Jadoon episode. And I really enjoyed the finale. The finale actually made me feel like Russell G. Davis, Stephen Moffat era again, where I was like, oh, okay, there's stakes involved and anything can happen in this episode. So I'm kind of hoping they carry on with that kind of theme. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I think one of the things about Doctor Who that's a big, big, like, I think, difference to it to other shows is where they can, you know, change the actor every other every so season you know every few seasons i think that means that they are you know it's a show that's not necessarily you don't necessarily have to watch every series if you don't want to you know you can have your doctor obviously and that can be the one that you were a fan of yeah um and if you just don't like a certain era of the show you don't like it like i think it works for it the show that works for the show yeah for sure for sure and thinking, I don't know why this came in, but like Pokemon's another series that's almost exactly like that because none of it follows. Like, a, I mean, I say exactly, it's a bit different because every series of Pokemon is an advertisement for that game. <laughs> oh god, yeah, but, of course. But it, no seasons really follow onto each other. Sometimes you get characters returning, which is kind of for for the fans that are still watching since 1998. I don't know how I I couldn't carry on watching the show for that long because it's just the same shit all the time yeah it needs to kind of adapt and change it a bit yeah but I mean the thing is it doesn't because it's a kids show that's an advertisement for games yeah but apparently apparently the new show the one that's just been added to Netflix Pokemon Journeys which has been running for a couple of years now um, is actually meant to be really good okay because it embraces like all of Pokemon it's not just one one area of the games like it's not just one area of the world yeah um, and it does some things that are just better apparently and it brings back classic characters like loads of them it brings like every episode probably has a different classic character coming back but it's yeah yeah. the point I'm making is that you can have your generation and that's it you can have your doctor and that's it like you don't somewhat, this is Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, era, doctor Who era probably brought in so many new fans but it might have lost a lot of fans but then the new ones that came in would have balanced that yeah, exactly. I'm I'm kind of happy that I've stuck with it. Um, yeah, because it is something that you know I've loved since I was seven, and I don't I don't particularly want to lose that love. And I yeah. think again, the use of this big Finnish audio dramas as well and really help with that. Um, so yeah, I think you're you're definitely obviously more a fan of like the world as well of Doctor Who. Yeah, and you're because you've. And because you've like listened to those uh, audio dramas and that, and you've probably read some like a few of the books as well. Mm. I say probably as if I don't know. (laughs) Um, I mean, you've got me quite a few of them that I've been I've read. Did I? 
no, I was gonna say, did I buy you one of the ones that was like an adapt, one of the adaptate the adaptions? I didn't, did I? Like the, you know, one of the book versions of the episodes. I didn't buy you one of those, did I? No, I don't you bought think. Them yourself. I think I bought that one of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's like you said. I got like, you the I TARDIS do... manual one, didn't I? Did, though you did. I've still got that. I literally. That's. Uh, that's... I mean, I hope, I'd hope so. <laughs> still got it. <laughs> but no, I love, and the thing about it is, is you know, I won't just watch or listen to something with specifically for the doctor like i'll listen to i'll watch the yeah. spin-offs and I'll, I'll read all the spin-off material and anything to do with this world i like to explore because it's the world that captivates me as well you're right yeah and i think that's what yeah. good, that's what's good about the show and what other shows you know like um again like pokemon and, and, and dragon ball and all these kind of things is if you have a world that's, that is captivating it will you will stick with it yeah like my, my another example of that is like star wars Sorry, yeah, Star. Why the fuck did I not say Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Like another example of that is Star Wars because, um, yeah, the films have mainly been the Skywalker story, but there is so much more in there, like loads. There's, I've got most of the books that have been released since Star Wars was bought by Disney. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, since they started that new stuff, and I've like got a few of the comics and stuff like that. You know, and there's so much to that world. Yeah, exactly. Um, that it doesn't matter if you're not necessarily like, there could be Star Wars fans that don't like any of the films you never know <laughs> yeah exactly you don't have to do you know what I mean like like, you know I like the films I'm currently watching you know I watch, I'm only one episode out on the Bad Batch um, I love Clone Wars I haven't watched Rebels you know I might watch it I might love it I might watch it I might hate it but that you know that doesn't you, matter as long as there's yeah, something in that I, world yeah, that no, captivates you I think you'd love Rebels yeah I am excited to start it I'm not gonna lie it's it's yeah, I don't. Know, I can't talk about. I talk. I, I love Rebels. I've spoken about it a lot. I love. I think it's great. Yeah, I've, um, only, I've only heard good things. But on the topic of Star Wars, looks like Zack Snyder's making that Star Wars film he wanted to make, but not 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 Star Wars film. Yeah, I saw that. Fair play to him. Yeah. Though, if that's what he wants to do. Hey, to be fair, I I would. I'm kind of. I'm big on that idea. I'd love to see him do a Star Wars film. I mean, no, the film. I mean, this just this film in general. Like, it's basically just sci-fi Seven Samurai. Amazing. Um, because it is. It's like the. Have you? Did you read the synopsis for it? No. Or hear the synopsis for it? No. Well, the film's called Rebel Moon. It's coming out on Netflix. Okay. It was. It's the film that Dax Snyder wanted to make a Star Wars film, but he just decided he was just going to make it anyway. Okay. Like as his own film. Um, let me see if I can find the. Is it like? Yeah, so is it live action? Yeah, it will, be, it will be. Sick. I assume. But he basically he's talked about how it was like, it's inspired by him growing up as an Akira Kurosawa fan and a Star Wars fan, so it takes like, you know, those those things. Which obviously Star Wars is very heavily influenced by like, uh, Akira Kurosawa's films as well. Yes. Um, let me see if I can find that synopsis for it, because that's what like, uh, if fucking Google wants to show me the right thing. Come on. I might not be able to find it. Either way, anyway, um, it, it's basically like something like, oh, some sort of like colony is being attacked by these marauders or some shit like that, and someone leaves to go and gather like uh, a group, a, t- a group of warriors to come and help them. It's basically the plot of the Seven Samurai, Magnificent Seven. Okay, sweet. But like, yeah, it's a plot that's already done, but it's in an actual like proper sci-fi setting. Uh, so you know, if I mean, it is Zack Snyder, so I have to take it, take it a little bit. With a with a with a worry, 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I'm, not... I'm, 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 I'm in for that though. I'm not the biggest fan of um, Zack Snyder's work, but you know, it sounds like a decent idea, and it'll probably come out in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Well, talking about well, not Zack Snyder, but obviously he did the D- the DC universe, right? Linking to the DC universe. Did you see the trailer? I think you. After, I know for a fact. I don't think you've watched series two. I don't think you have. But did you watch the trailer of series three of Titans? No, but I know that um, Red Hood's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. They confirmed that Red Hood was going to be featured somehow but the trailer was released yesterday and it's it they're, they're going full um uh red hood is is the villain kind of thing oh okay well but by the look of the trailer, it was meant to also be starfire's sister from another galaxy but it looks from this trailer the the main element i got from this trailer was jason todd is killed red hood turns up um and uh, basically the titans have to go back to gotham because the series takes place in gotham this time and they okay. have to um, try and find out who Red Hood is and stop him. And obviously, um, like Bruce Wayne is giving up being Batman, and there's hints of the death of Batman. He asks, uh, he asks Nightwing to take up the mantle, and it looks, it looks good. They've got Scarecrow in it. Um, it. It looks, it looks pretty good. Fair enough. Um, don't know when we're gonna get it in this um, country, but yeah, I'm not. I, I didn't. I didn't like the way Titan season one ended, so I didn't, you know, I just didn't go back to it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll see how that. We'll, I'll, I'll hear how that plays out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll let you know. Um, did you uh, see you? I mean, you probably did watch the new What If trailer. I did. Really liked it. Yeah, it looks good. It looks like it's all connected as well. Yeah, animation style is beautiful. I think it's alright. I'm not the biggest fan of of it. It's a weird style, but I'll get used to it. Yeah, I'm excited. There's a lot um, of concepts there that I'm excited for. Plus, Spider-Man's in it as well. They what they never confirmed if they were going to use Spider-Man, but it's not Spider-Man. Yep, there is a Spider-Man thing in there. I wonder how that's gonna. I'm looking forward to the Marvel <laughs> Zombies one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I think. I don't know which one I'm looking. I'd, I'd say I'm looking forward to most out of the ones that we kind of know are happening. I'm interested to see what that Killmonger one's going to be like. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the one that everyone is going to kind of be excited, but in a in a kind of uh, in a more emotional ways is T'Challa becoming Star Lord because obviously that was his yeah. last uh, time as the character and, and before he mm-hmm. died. So that'll be quite a bittersweet one, I think. Yeah. Um, do you see that they're releasing a a, a specific uh, Disney Gallery Mandalorian special about the final episode? Yes, <laughs> the Luke Skywalker return. Yes, I'm excited to watch that. I didn't even. I don't think I finished watching the uh, season two Gallery episode. I haven't even seen series one Gallery. But I'm gonna have to fucking binge it now. Well, series one Gallery is a series. Season two is just one episode. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, because I know people were like, "Why haven't they shown anything from the finale in the season two one?" Um, but obviously they were waiting for this. I guess so. Well, or they just they or they 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 might have been just waiting for this, or maybe they just weren't, <laughs> and now they've done it. Yeah, maybe they just heard the backlash and was like, "Yeah, we better we better throw something out there." <laughs> just looking to see if there's any other comic book things, movie news. Nah, nothing really. 
Got anything else? I mean, I didn't. There's a isn't wasn't it, there was a Witcher thing release. I didn't watch it. Yeah, it comes out in December. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Jane Adventures and Primeval are being added to BritBox in the UK. I think I only ever watched two episodes of the Sarah Jane Adventures, and it was the ones that David Tennant was in. Ah, that was a two-parter, I believe. Yeah. I think actually no, I tell a lie. I think if it had been on when I was at my grandma's house when I was when I was after school, I think I'd I'd seen a couple of episodes. But other than that, that's it. Oh yeah, I watched it religiously. Um, obviously. Um, <laughs> Primeval as well. Fucking, I love Primeval. That was a great show. Uh, but no, apart from that, I can't particularly see anything else. Apparently, Corey Stoll is coming back for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Okay. As um, as Yellow Jacket. Well, yeah, you don't see him die in Ant Man, so. And you see his uh, spoilers for Loki. You see his helmet in Loki. Yep. Yep. Amongst some other things, which we'll we'll talk about. Let's uh, I say we just talk about it now. Could do. There's nothing else there. So. Yeah, Loki, season one. Da, 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 da. I can remember the Loki theme tune, so I sang the Avengers one. The music of Loki's great. I love it. So good. I know they've released the first half of the soundtrack, episode one to three. Yeah. I think. Don't think episode. No, no, what? No, I think four it releases. Doesn't come out yet. Like next week, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, so Loki is every episode directed by Kate Heron. Yep. And uh, episodes written by a mix of people with Michael Waldron in there. Yeah, he was like the head <laughs> showrunner. Who's also yeah, doing? They, um, I actually was. Um, I was reading up about they don't do it as um they the the way they they do these shows is different to the way tv shows are not obviously obviously they are but you know what i mean like they're actually the way they approach them is completely different i'm going to find that yeah the series approach um they use the term head writer instead of showrunner okay because they obviously they make the films as if they make the shows as if they're films yeah of course because obviously he's also writing or he wrote doctor strange too yep and he's also writing the star wars film that kevin feige is going to produce sick like we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a lot more of Michael Waldron going forward. I hope so. I mean, yep. Loki's the only thing he's done so far. Maybe he's everything else he does is bad. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, true. true. That's <laughs> a good, good point. Nah, be good. Um. So, look, how do we want to start this? I'll say, look. If we'll do full spoilers, because this won't come out till Monday. By what point? You know, it'll be a few days after the finale. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna go full spoilers, and that just makes it makes it easier, so we don't have yeah. time codes. If you're if you're a devote MCU fan, you would have watched it by now, unless you're like waiting for someone um, to watch it. In which case, stop now, and yeah, then, I'm and gonna then come s- back to this episode. I'm point. gonna count down, and then I'm gonna say the biggest spoiler. Okay. Get get you get ready, everybody. He's gonna do okay. it. Three, two, one. Throg is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Frog is in it. Voiced by Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I know. I read that uh, this morning, I think. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to come straight out of the bat and say it, right? I I loved this show. 
I genuinely, I went into it going a bit like WandaVision, thinking this ain't going to connect to anything. I'm not going to be too bothered. It's just Loki. I'm going to watch it because it's Marvel. And I've come out the other end going, this is one of the strongest things Marvel have released um, in a while for me. It's the strongest show, yeah, that's for sure, of these shows oh, they've done so far. No contest. Um, and it affects everything. Um, but I think the show started stronger, like strong, really strong, and then finished really strong, and it kind of meandered a bit in the middle. Okay, for me, I, for me, so I was here or there on like, that, like for example, the last episode I thought was a bit meh. See, I was, I was. And then, I mean, the, not the last episode, the previous episode, episode five. I mean, yeah. I, I just thought it was a bit... Like, I didn't think it was bad. I still enjoyed a lot of it, but I didn't think it was oh, amazing. See, episode five was my favourite. Nah, not for me. <laughs> see, for me, I I thought it started... I thought it started all right, but not very strong, and I thought it got stronger as it went on. I really kind of liked the middle episodes of more all the characters developed, which we spoke about in previous episodes, but with like the character moments and um, I really, really enjoyed episode five. I enjoyed the ending to episode five um, and the finale. I really enjoyed it. It was a, I've, I've seen some people say, you know, it was anticlimactic and I can see, I can see that for, for people because it does feel like, uh, I was saying to my, my friend at work, Reese, um, shout out to Reese, that, it feels like instead of Loki season one and Loki season two, this does it does feel like a Loki season one part one and Loki season one part two, kind of kind of thing. Well, if you get what well, I mean. Yeah, we won't know that until we see season two how and how that actually plays out. No, we're I, obviously confirmed. We're confirmed to see Loki before then as well. Well, have they confirmed him for Doctor Strange? He's been. He's com- apparently he's confirmed to be in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, sick. Um, not like from Marvel themselves, but like. Reliable sources, I imagine. I think it was Hollywood Reporter, in which case it's like... It's very reliable. Yeah. but They're hardly ever wrong. <laughs> yeah. But like, just by the way kind of it ended, but but for me, I found WandaVision more anticlimactic and messy in its final episode than this. For me, this I, I enjoyed the whole series, I thought the finale was, was really strong, and like you said, it changes everything. The thing, the thing about the first two shows is they have great moments, but as a whole, they weren't the strongest. Yeah, this is just a strong like, show. WandaVision did so much good stuff specifically with her character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but as a whole, the show didn't do a lot, and I guess that is like part of part of our expectations as Marvel fans that we want the show to we want the stuff to be big and bombastic and do all these big things and obviously that show was always approached as this is going to be focusing on Wanda and it's going to be a sitcom inspired show and it was it did exactly what it said it was going to do and if people didn't enjoy it they didn't enjoy it like the show never misadvertised itself and then with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier it just I don't know. It was a weird one. Like I love, I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. I think it was great. And I have specific, but the thing is, that is a show that again, where it has a lot of great moments and it does a lot of character work. Yeah, I think what but let then, Falcon and Winter Soldier down was the writing. I think it had some really good writing in the certain like for character moments. The character moments don't just happen; <laughs> they have to yeah. be written. <laughs> for for me, um, sorry, carry on. Sorry, carry on. And I was gonna say, and then for Loki, it. 
did so much in terms of it, it expanded the world and that's what marvel fans have been looking for yeah even though a lot i've seen a lot of marvel fans that apparently don't like loki and i'm just like don't know what you're watching then because loki's great <laughs> well the thing that i was going to say earlier that's, that's annoyed me going off that right there's there's some a minority of fans that are very vocal minority of fans that don't like loki purely because mobius and loki don't get together and that's not i haven't seen any of that i've seen so much of that on twitter um and it was it was it was a case of look ship whoever you want to ship right i get that people like to ship characters whatever that's fine but they were always a friendship there was never a, a like don't don't can the show because two characters don't get together when they were never hinted at getting together do you know what i mean like they were always their friendship in this in this their relationship in this show is one of goes from you know interrogation to yeah to then it's loki finally getting a friend and feeling in his point of view that he can trust someone fully it's I never, I never those... once thought of a thought of it as they want to rip each other's clothes off and bang. No, I think it's probably just uh, a very small minority of those Loki fangirls that just want to see him fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? If there was, if I'd, if Loki and Mobius got together and it was part of the story and it worked, fucking all for it. I'm not trying to say they shouldn't, but I'm saying. It's no, clear. I know. Yeah, you don't have to clarify it. Yeah, I know. It's. You it's, know what I mean? It was ne- It was never a part of the story. And again, like I said, I haven't seen any of that personally, so I don't. I. That's why it's probably a very, very vocal minority. Oh yeah, it just like fucking annoys me. But yeah, no, I because I've not. Like I said, I've not seen any of that. All I've seen is a lot of love for Loki. Um, but for me, for the show for, as a whole, for me, the shows go Loki, WandaVision, Falcon, and Winter Soldier. For me, yeah, I'm not sure. I can't. I don't think I can. I don't. I can't choose between Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, One Division. Like, I think. I think the reason I put One Division over Falcon and Winter Soldier is because One Division got me talking more, and I had more to say about yeah. it. Yeah. But then again, I don't really want to rank them at the moment. Anyway, I need to let let them sit for a bit. Yeah, that's fair. I do like them though. Good shows. Um, but look, we got we got to talk about um got to talk about episode six right and yeah there was obviously throughout the series you know everyone was like i think even we said it we were like oh those theories could be in the quantum realm it could be to do with kang the conqueror and you know we were partially right in a way We've... but there's a lot of obviously there's things that hinted specifically to like kang as well like obviously with um judge renslayer and yeah. stuff like that and obviously well He's... And the TVA in general, Eliath in episode 5, you know, all these things kind of and then hinted at Kang. In episode 6 we get He Who Remains, who's jo- uh, Jonathan Majors, is that his name? Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Um, I've only seen him in one previous film and that's The Five Bloods and he's great in that. Um, and everyone, and obviously... John, well, John, yeah, so it's Jonathan Majors who's already been confirmed to be playing Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man and the Wasp, yep. Quantumania. Um, but in this, he's playing... Uh, he who remains who's a variant and i well, I, I, I like think, I think that, it's, though. yeah but i think it, yeah basically basically well because he's i can't remember i already can't remember the name of the actual character um that becomes kang the conqueror don't have to worry um 
because he's a descendant of Reed Richards, isn't he? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, but I liked I liked the fact that from, we wasn't introduced the, to. That's, to, that's it. Uh, sorry, he's Nathaniel Richards from the thirty first century, as he describes. He was a scientist in the thirty first century. Yeah. So he is technically he's a variant of yeah that character of um, Nathaniel Richards. Okay. What I liked, um, what I liked, what I liked about him showing up is they didn't. It wasn't Kang. Do you know what I mean? It was he who remained. It wasn't yeah, no, it was. Yeah. They went and explained the multiversal war and set up Kang. So now that we know a bit more about him when we meet him. I don't think it really yeah yeah we know a little bit more about it but I think what I like most about this is that it's not it absolutely isn't Kang and but he even says things like oh you you know if you if you kill me you're like there could be another vari- like variant of me that will be worse you know kind of shit yeah and he's basically yeah and it's like and he says that sometimes people have referred to him as a conqueror and stuff like that so well I can see as setting up Kang to be at least phase four's kind of big bad big villain yeah, and and he's already confirmed to show up in Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be highly surprised if we didn't see him in other things like post credits. I just think it's and... yeah. I just think it's funny that the film he's confirmed to show up in is Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> um, I hope we'll probably end up seeing him at some point in Doctor Strange. I'm sure he'll be in post credit scenes. You know. I, but this I, is based. This is the, when Marvel said that the shows on Disney Plus will have effect on the MCU. We've only seen hit like a little bit of that with WandaVision in regards to Wanda's now like the Scarlet Witch. We've yeah, we've only we, we've only seen it to with do with Falcon with... I'm saying with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we've seen Sam Wilson become Captain America. Yeah, we've only but seen now, it affect characters, not Yeah. Well the characters that like because if they had made a Captain America film suddenly then back Sam Wilson as Captain America, you know, we never would have seen how that happened. If suddenly Wanda's flying around as the Scarlet Witch, we would never have seen that happen. Mm. Like, but this actually it does a lot for Loki as a character, introduces a way that he is still in the universe. Yep. And it changes the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. Well, they could even call it the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse now, technically. Uh, They won't change the name of it though. The the, uh, MCM's already a thing. True. But, it's already Comic Con. It's, really, it's already yeah, Man Crush Monday. It changes everything. It, it, yeah. It and you know it's like I said earlier, right? This is why I could see why they they haven't confirmed other films and haven't released Spider Man trailer, all this kind of stuff because this was the show that officially confirms a multiverse. Yeah. And okay, yes, we got it throughout the previous episode with, with variants and stuff, but it was this episode where it sat down and went, okay, you if you if you kill me. You're not going to just get variants. You're going to get a multiversal war. Mm. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Oh, I can hear you for a second. You cut out. I didn't say anything. Oh. So what did you uh, repeat? What you said? <laughs> um, um. Well, this is the episode. Like I saying, this is the episode where, you know, it's like you said. If you kill me, you're not just going to get different variants and a couple of different realities. You're going to get a full multiversal war and but I know people watched that finale and went if you now think that you know uh, there's not going to be multiversal villains or multiversal Spider-Men or this that and the other going forward then it's like come on this is clearly the route they're now going oh yeah there's 
um, with uh, well, in regards to the multiversal war, it's very much ex- he. I think he's saying that basically the only reason the multiversal war actually happened is because he, all of his variants kind of tried fighting each other. Yeah. So he's the reason why there is a multiversal war, but so we'll I mean yeah we'll we'll probably see that down the line. Um, but I, what I want to say is that yeah okay for a while I was like okay we already know we're getting a multiverse film in regards to uh, Doctor Strange it's in the fucking title. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's obviously been all these talk all this talk about the multiverse Spider-Man film that we're made that we're we're uh, at this point definitely getting. Hundred percent. Um, and I'll say, yeah, at, for for most of the time, obviously, I've been very apprehensive about that idea. I'm still apprehensive about that being the Spider-Man film, because um, I feel like there's, I'm still worried it might overload the film. But I've also been apprehensive because I didn't know how it would fit into the story. But seeing this now is like, I'm now more more confident than ever that Marvel really, truly do have a plan going ahead, like twenty years. Oh, for sure. It's like it's like they. <laughs> We've always known that they knew what they were doing, right? But it was it was this episode for me that made me go right. The multiverse is something that they've obviously planned for a long time. They're not just throwing it in for a fan service. They're this is something they've planned and will be yeah. big thing going forward. So now, I fully trust what they're going to do with it. Yep. Absolutely. And it makes me really excited as well. And it is. It's a good idea in terms of like because obviously as as actors get older they can then just bring back different versions of variants of other characters. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like we could we we could get another Iron Man. I mean, we were already confirmed to be getting Iron Heart, so that will be who we have for a while. Mm. <laughs> but that, things like that, you know. Yeah. It's very it's very interesting. It's not that, like I say it's not necessarily the direction I would wanted to have seen the MCU go into. Not like necessarily. I like the idea still. I'm still gonna love it but then i just i yeah i just worry sometimes about like the maybe it's it's gonna be a mess but then i'm still confident you know it's a bit technically yeah because technically everything's canon now yeah yeah maybe we'll see cloak and dagger come back you know (laughs) all the rumors from like charlie cox coming back to to all the way up to tom mcguire i can see all that happening i can see i can see it happening before but now i can see it happening a bit more confidently through this episode and, and go oh okay there is a reason what because before I was just like oh they're just bringing them back to do a Spider-Verse movie but now I'm like oh okay they might be bringing them back because it actually serves the story of the the cinematic universe yeah. and it all links and um oh maybe obviously maybe this is the way we're gonna see like from his Marvel Inhumans come back into the MCU yep um, obviously, mutants are going to be introduced at some point. Yep. Yep. And technically, this is the first hint at the Richards. You know. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, he. Yes, he never says his name is was uh, Nathaniel Richards, but that's who he is. <laughs> yeah, and he says he was a scientist so, as well. Yeah, a scientist in the thirty-first century, which is Nathaniel Richards. <laughs> so exciting, man! I fucking love Marvel. Yeah, but going back, there's also, uh, you know, when we see the Avengers Tower in the void. Yeah, yeah. That's not it's it's Avengers Tower owned by someone else. Oh yeah, I read that. And the com and the company it's owned by is something to do with the comics as well, but I can't remember what it was called. Oh. Oh yeah, I can't remember what it was called. 
But yeah, something I think it's something to do with the comics, and I think it's something connected to Nathaniel Richards again. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Crazy. And then obviously, you know, the series ends with, you know, Sylvie obviously killing He Who Remains, starting this multiversal war, as we've just said. Loki being mm-hmm. kicked to a different reality. Well, he's he's kicked back to the TVA, but we're not we we don't we we don't know specifically what TVA at the time. Yeah, because for me, I was talking to a friend again about this, and it's very easy to think that because obviously he goes up to Mobius and Hunter B fifteen, and they don't know who he is, and all the statues are of Kang or of he who remains, yeah. I should say. And it's very easy to kind of think of that as a, oh maybe they've forgotten him, maybe something's happened. To talk. You don't really know for certain. It took me. I read an interview with um, the costume designer and the director mm-hmm. of the episode, um, yeah. Kate Heron, and um, I can't remember the costume designer's name. But um, <laughs> and they basically said, no, 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 he's been kicked to a different reality, and that's why they don't know who he is. And the statue is now Kang. It's not he who remains. It's Kang. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm glad I read that. But if I hadn't have read that, I would just infer that or speculate that I wouldn't have known that for certain yeah we'd get those answers but like it's yeah if, if they're saying oh straight out oh yeah that's what it is then yeah but we'll, we'll find that out in either in the next series either way um but yeah I'm also because it's so it's an it's an alternate version it's because we see we also see like um you know obviously uh Mobius and Hunter is it Hunter B-15 yeah yeah yeah, we see them looking at like the uh, the screen as it's like you know, showing all them all of the uh, very like you know the branching branches. timelines. Yeah, branches going past the red line, and then then next time we see them, it's in this yeah alternate version. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, like those versions are still out there. Oh no, a hundred percent. They've not just got rid of them. We'll find. We'll, we'll we'll see that. We'll see Mobius and Loki friendly again. Yeah, it'll be Loki, Loki trying to find his way back to his reality to then get ready for this multiversal war. Yep. And it, um, it depends when series two debuts. You know what? They might debut it this year if it's already been filmed. They might debut it I around Doctor don't Strange. See it. I don't see it coming this year, based on other things, Marvel-wise. I think it will come before Doctor Strange too. I mean, it's possible that comes out in March, so there's still plenty of time. Yeah. But might even be set after Doctor Strange too. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it could be. So we'll wait to see, won't we? Um. Yeah, like because I'll... um, based on the the schedule at the moment, obviously we've we've still got Bad Batch running right now. Loki's just finished. Uh, what if is about to start? The Star Wars anime series, which we haven't spoken about yet. <laughs> oh, I need to watch. I haven't watched trailer for that though. Yeah, well, it's not. It's a. It's a. It's not a trailer. It's like a behind the scenes kind of. Thing, oh, okay. kind of. It's like. In, it's. It's one of those interview ones where it's like there's lots of different people going like, oh, this is what we're doing and this, but look, I can't. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I'm excited for it. Uh, and obviously, Hawkeye's coming this year. Yeah, Hawkeye will be after what if I would have thought. And Ms. Marvel. Is meant to still be coming this year. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think a Loki season two will be coming soon, but you never know. Never know. And I mean, other notable things about season one of Loki, you know, I really enjoy the story. Like we said, the score is absolutely outstanding. 
Um, yeah, it's a really good soundtrack. I like when I, I saw uh, the the person who wrote this uh, the music, Nat, uh, Natalie Holt. Yeah, she spoke about she before episodes like four, five, and six came out. I think she spoke about how like five and six included like a proper like choir and stuff like that, and how like the the soundtrack builds through the series. Yeah, I think it's one of Marvel's strongest soundtracks for sure. Um, and I, I I'd have to listen I'd have to listen to it in full again to really feel to to know if it is the strongest from my point of view. But yeah, um, it's it was really it was a really good soundtrack. It was really quite unique, especially with its use of a theremin. Yeah, and I think you know all the performances in the show were great. I mean, Wilson was fantastic. Tom Hiddleston as Loki again smashed it out of the park. But he shows us. Oh like, yeah, shows this us, he, he this final episode had so many amazing moments. Yeah, and I mean, the thing about Tom Hiddleston and this character was, he's played this character for so long, but he's managed to play it again and evolve it in a way and, and to see well, new things we haven't yet seen from him. Yeah, we've we've seen some, we've seen a different facet to Loki. Um, and, like, and you know, after ten years, that is that must be so difficult to do, but he he manages to do it, and he he is absolutely, especially in this last episode. He, oh yeah, he, him and Sofia Di Martino, who plays Sylvie, are outstanding. But well, most for me, it was Tom Hiddleston is the standout. He was absolutely fucking oh, yeah. outstanding. He's brilliant. Um, also, the second season is scheduled to begin filming in January 2022. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm thinking it's going to come after Doctor Strange. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, it kind of then also that shows that. The multiverse will carry on after Doctor Strange. It's not I just going to wrap up. Yeah, or or maybe it does wrap up in Doctor Strange, and he's like, "All right, Loki, you're in charge of the TVA now." <laughs> yeah, it could be either or. Like it could be one of those things that okay, now you just now it now it's now the series will be fun. <laughs> yeah, because like, we're still getting um. Well, then again, that's another thing is that the version of Kang the Conqueror we see in Ant Man and the Wasp might be a variant. No, that's like it might not. It's like it will will be a variant. It won't be like like he might not be the big villain going like forward. He 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 we like he might not become the big villain going forward until he shows up in Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, but I can, that's what I'm saying. I can I can see the multiverse carrying on for a while. I don't think this is just a couple of films and then done. No, of course not. But yeah, it's exciting. I loved Loki. I think it was I think it was Marvel's strongest series. Um. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but but Harry, what do you rate it? Oh, well, smoke, <laughs> I'm giving it a smoking microphone. There's not even a thought about it. Yeah, same. Um, so yeah, that's two smoking microphones for Loki season one, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, we will obviously talk about Loki season two when that comes out, but next you'll hear us talk about um, something else. Yep. Um, also, uh, when I looked at the Wikipedia page for um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I think yesterday or the day before, yeah, I think it might have been yesterday, um, Loki was on the cast list. Oh, okay. But he's not now. Oh. Um, but when I scrolled down to uh, filming, apparently Jet Klein and Julian Hilliard, who portrayed Maximoff's sons Tommy and Billy respectively in WandaVision, were reported to be on set at the farm. <laughs> at a farm mm. they shot at. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think the farm is what they call the. Um... No, there's a farm they shot at oh. called Burrow Hill Cider Farm in Somerset. Oh, fair play. They they talk about that first and how that's where film, there was some filming that took place there, and then it says those actors were see reported to be on set at the farm. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, the farm isn't something something else. All right, calm down. <laughs> oh, no, I thought it was the um the screen, the the big fuck off screen they do. No, that's got that's called the. What is that called? You do you mean the um? No, oh, they use for Mando the... and stuff. Oh yeah, I think that's called the volume. Oh okay. Yeah, the volume. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nothing else. Um, nothing else left to say about Loki. Really, looking forward to seeing what the MCU does going forward. Yeah, man, I'm buzzing. And oh wait, wait, wait. Technically, technically. Um, actually, no. I was gonna say technically we can talk about it, but no, it would technically be spoilers for Black Widow. So let's not. I was gonna say because we've already talked about Black Widow, but now let's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we haven't actually talked about it yet. So. No, we need to. We need to jump on that. But um, um, but um, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on let's, to uh, our final segment of the show. We don't have a segment of the show. What we do? Oh, Connor. do we? Yeah, that's Connor. news to me. I'm Connor. <laughs> what have you have you watched or could recommend anything? Like, a, have you watched, listened, played anything? Well, technically, this is coming out on Monday, so I should have watched something by then, but I haven't, so I'm not gonna. But I have watched some sh- some sh- some some shit. Obviously, I've been carrying on with Bad Batch. Nice. Um, as of this point, episode twelve isn't out, but by the time you're listening to this, it is out. Um, yeah, I thought episode eleven was kind of weak, to be fair. Uh, I watched. Mo- I'm still catching up. I'm still catching up. I'm still watching Modok, which is great. I think the most recent episode was the best episode of the series so far. Okay. Um, but then again, obviously the series is already all released on Hulu <laughs> in America, and it's so it comes out weekly here. Yeah. Um, and I've watched currently the first three episodes of season five of Rick and Morty. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've seen the first four. Yeah, I need to. I'm. I'm going to watch. I uh, well, I'm going to watch Bad Batch, Modoc, and Rick and Morty tomorrow after work. Nice, nice. What do you think of Rick and Morty um, so far? I think episode episode three was a very very strong episode. Episode three, that's the one where he Morty falls in love, right? Yes, yeah, it's the one with the Captain Planet ripoff. Yeah, I think this series has been great because they're doing something different with Morty. Like they're actually giving him a bit of a backbone. That's true. Like a lot of people complain that like the show always hints at it doing something bigger and then it doesn't, and then it just becomes a bunch of one shots. Yeah. Um, which I am a little bit annoyed. I do get a little bit annoyed about, but the thing is, those one shots are still great. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the show is still really entertaining. And on the topic of that, I also watched the first series of Solar Opposites. I need to start that. Is that worth watching? It's it's pretty fun. Okay, I really liked it. Um, I think the first series is really strong. I've just started the second series, which was released earlier this year. Okay, um, sweet. I think the first series is the strongest so far. Okay. Out of the, the one I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but other than that, I also read the first volume of uh, a Black Widow comic. Oh, nice. <laughs> I say a Black Widow comic because it's the one I have, but I'm not sure it's what when it came out. But I know it's one. Speaking of, I can't remember the name. Speaking of, of Black Widow, I forgot to tell you, I saw you on the train when you were on the way back from Black Widow. Oh, fair enough. But I was on the platform, and I tried to get your attention, but you're on your phone, and I think your mum couldn't see me, because she was, like, looking around the train, and I was on the platform just, like, trying to get your attention with my eyes, but it didn't work. So close, but so where, far. Where, where was that? Piccadilly Circus. Oh, okay. Fair enough. 
Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I can't fucking forget what the comic series is called. Um, I can't even remember the fucking name of the one I read. But yeah, it was. I bought it a while ago. I just hadn't read it yet. So yeah. Um, I thought I'd read it before I saw Black Widow, and then I tried to find the second volume when I went to Forbidden Planet, but I couldn't find it. They didn't have it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good, pretty good first volume. Oh, good. Um, I don't remember when it came out though. Uh, what about you? I've watched quite a fair few things actually. So um, me and Maddie finished our MCU rewatch. We did uh, Spider Man the other night. She watched Infinity and Endgame last Sunday. She cried her eyes out. She's now got to start the shows. Um, I don't remember if I spoke about. We went to go see the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard a couple of weeks ago. That was fine. Mm. Nothing else to say about that. I've also watched. Uh, I watched the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Uh, which I thought was actually pretty good. Um, good concept for a film. I wouldn't say it's an outstanding film, but it's definitely worth watching. It's already getting a um, sequel. Yep. I went and saw Fast 9 um, with you. We've talked about that. We've reviewed it. Did we review it? Yeah, we've done that. Fuck, my brain's everywhere. Um, that was the last episode. That was the last actual episode. Why did I think we spoke about something else last episode? We didn't. We released a quiz in between. That was the thing. Well, I That's was... it. Uh, sorry, it's Black Widow, the f- uh, the finally woven thread. I'll write that down. That's the one I've read. Um, I need to get the second one. Do you know what it is? It's because I'm going off my Letterboxd account. Um, right. So it only shows like the four most recent films that you've watched, like as in on your like recent activity, and that's like number four. So I was like, oh, okay, that's why I've said that. Um, I watched Luca. Pixar's oh, yeah? Luca. Didn't love so it. Didn't love it. I, Adam. The fact it was, it was made, working from home, right, is outstanding. It looks incredible, but the story for Pixar, I got really bored. It just got a bit too formulaic, and I could see that's, what was going to happen. And I just, that's, you know, it's a good, it is a good film, but I just, I just, yeah, it just bored me a bit. I think, that, I mean, there is a lot of that in um, these animated films. I think was was uh, was Raya and the Lost Dragon. Was that Anima- Disney Animated Studios, like Disney Animation. Yes, or is that Pixar? I think it's Disney it was, Animation, isn't it? I think it's Disney Animation. Yeah, that was very um, uh, formulaic, but I still loved it. So, yeah, I enjoyed. I did enjoy um, Ryan the Last Dragon. But I do. I do like the ones that do something very big. So, like for example, Soul is still, you know. Yeah. One of those films. Yeah, I mean, I I still need to watch. I do want to watch Luca. Um, it doesn't. I put the. I don't know what it is. I just like nothing about it really has appealed to me. And I guess I am just watching it just because it's Pixar. But yeah, it just kind of. I don't know. It just kind of. Yeah, I just found it. I just found it boring. I'll be honest. And I'm not to. You know, I don't want to shit on a shit on a film that people have made. Um, no. But you. Know, I mean, though, no, you could. You can have an opinion. You just. just but don't I also be your opinion. Be like, they should never have made this film. They should have died because that's wrong. <laughs> but obviously I've been watching Bad Batch I've got last week's episode to watch yet um, and then um, I've also been watching Monsters at Work uh, Disney Plus just for like uh, it's great it's good it's fun I want to watch that yeah I'm watching it like from a, a nostalgia point of view but it is good fun and um, I, mean, I also Inc. started watching one of my favourite films yeah Monsters Inc I think is my favourite with The Incredibles 
Um, but, um, we should we should do a the, Pixar episode. I'd like to do that. But the last thing I've also been watching, I started uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, series one's on, just got put on Netflix, and I was with Maddie and her sister the other day, and Maddie's sister was like, can we, can we watch an episode? I think you'd like it. And I was like, my friend's been trying to get me to watch like, all these things for ages. Um, but I was like, you know what, yeah, let's do it. And um, I'm about, yeah. I'm it always, five. It always, take, it always, it always takes five, someone else to make you watch something, I recommend you. Yeah, but... <laughs> you you um, never watch it if I recommend it, but if someone else does, <laughs> that's the point. No, um, I'm five episodes in, so he's just he's he's um he's done the school examination test, and he's just found out that he's passed and he's got in, um, and that was the last episode I, I watched. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I haven't watched since season two. I really need to get back on that show. Maybe that um, now so that you've watched it, I will actually jump on it. Yeah, so I'm watching series one on. Yeah, on, Netflix. on Netflix, and then I'll get Crunchyroll or Funimation. Um, do Funimation because I think they do a good, they do a free trial initially. Okay, sweet. Because I want to watch Attack um, on Titan as well. Are you watching it in English? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do Funimation then because Crunchyroll doesn't do English dubs. Okay, sweet. That's, I think Crunchyroll is only at Japanese subtitles, uh, but yeah, Funimation now. Funimation now is good. Um, also, going on to, off of a uh, off of a. Uh, you say you wanted to watch Attack on Titan as well. Yeah, I do. I haven't watched that, but I've seen bits and pieces of things. Yeah, I've only heard um, good things about that. See, I've heard a lot of mixed things because um, I've heard a lot of good things from anime fans. I've heard mixed things from people that don't class themselves as anime fans but enjoy anime. Yeah, which is what I think I am. I'm not an anime fan. I just know I I like certain anime. Like I started watching. Because Kyle started watching Tokyo Ghoul, and I said I'll start watching it with you, so we have like a show to watch, not together, but to talk about. Yeah. I got to like episode four and was like, "Why am I still watching this? I can't stand the main character, and none of this is good." Ah, uh, okay, <laughs> maybe not then. Uh, I, I mean, no, I mean, a lot of people enjoy it as a big fan base. Um, I just, I couldn't stand it, and I was like, "This is just so generic anime." Um. I have, I yeah, that's why I don't really watch as much anime these days because I always get it started. And I'm like, this is kind of generic. But My Hero Academia is definitely one I want to continue with. I need to, but I'm, I might have to start from the beginning. I don't because I don't remember much of it. Yeah, I know there's. I don't know if it's in season one or in season two. I think it's season two. They have like a competition. Okay. And there's like a fight in that competition, which is one of the best. Like and my one of my favorite anime things like ever. I need to, that's like I did. I need to rewatch it because I need. I loved that when I watched it. I was like, this is fucking insane. It's great. Um, but off of the Luca thing, it reminded me of the a meme I've seen. The meme I've seen before, which is like you know the Pixar thing, which is like Pixar. What if toys had feelings? Pixar. What if cars had feelings? Yeah. Pixar. What if rats had feelings? Pixar. What if feelings had feelings? Twenty twenty. <laughs> Pixar. What if Italians had feelings? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! I saw that. I was like, "That's great. I love it." Um, but yeah, that's that's all I've yeah, watched at the moment. Fair enough. Um, yeah, we should definitely do a Pixar episode. Yeah, I'll be down for that. Because there's so much Pixar, and I've seen most of it. <laughs> yeah, man, let's do it. Let's. And we can talk about. We. we can talk. We can talk more about Owen Wilson in Cars. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. <laughs> um, 
beer. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. It does. How did how we end the episode? It's been so long. Well, look, thank you all so much for listening. Um, thank you for your continued support. Thanks for... Uh, just thanks for everything. Um, fucking hell, it sounds like a final ever episode, doesn't it? Thanks for everything. Goodbye. No. Um... We really appreciate well, you. With our recording schedule, it might be the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like we said at the top, look, we're sorry if we have weeks we don't have episodes. You know, it's just we're both pretty busy with work at the moment, but we all we always find time to schedule this in because we do love doing this podcast. Plus, it's just, plus, um, we were so we were so convinced it was coming home. You know. <laughs> oh, it did. Update. It didn't come home. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty much home the entire time. Though most of the competition was in England. <laughs> yeah, true. But um, so you know, there there will be weeks where there won't be an episode purely just because you know it's just trying to find the time. And it is we both lead quite busy lives, but we love doing this podcast, and we we uh, will always do it. You know, forever, forever. I've said it. Um, yeah, that won't happen forever. No, but but um. Yeah, look, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on all different elements of social media. Um, Connor is going to tell you where you can find him on social media. You can find me on Twitter at ConnorJordan underscore 96. And from there, wherever else you want to find me. Um, just just not down a dark alley at night. That, that would, I mean, I don't go down dark alleys at night, but if I did, don't find me there. <laughs> yep. And then um, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter. I uh, I was at the Doc eighty one, which I had for like like fifteen years or whatever long it was. Uh, I changed that yesterday. I felt like oh my a, god! I know it genuinely felt like the end of an era. I'm gonna unfollow you now. Better not. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter, Harry Young Edits, capital H, capital Y, capital E. Um, I have another Twitter on there that you can find that I don't particularly use. I also have a blog called The Review Lab, um, thereviewlab.org. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We've been posting a lot more recently, so I've done. Um, I, do, I've, I do a series called Let's Talk About, where I talk about some like the films that I really enjoy in the past. So I've done Prisoner of Azkaban and uh, Revenge of the Sith, and I'm currently going through Doctor Who series by series. There's going to be a full Loki review. By the time this comes out, it could be out. I need to finish it, so it might not be out just yet. Go on the website, have a look. You'll find out. Um, but we also have a podcast social media. You can find us on space on Facebook, Rocksbox, and Two Smoking Microphones. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, Two Smoking Mics, and you can email us in. So it's uh, Two Smoking Microphones Pod at Gmail dot com. Ah, <sighs> fuck. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, but no, as always, thank you so much for listening. Next week will be a different topic. Um, currently, it's we're planning an MCU talk through, unless something comes up in the week in which we're going to talk about that instead. So basically, just just come back and find out. Fucking hell, who about your mother? No. Um, I'm sorry, that was rude.